1: Joko Co. Community Radio. Listen live at Joco Community
2: It's a Monday night over here at Co Community Radio Station. With This is the bombshell with Lori Moore and my co-host
0: Tiffany Har- Carlin. Howdy.
2: <laughs> it's been a few weeks. We're trying to get back in the swing of things. i say howdy
0: ho, but that wouldn't be appropriate. Hey, hey you, know, you ain't no ho. Well, you know, I would be if I was
2: single, but I'm not single, so I can't be <laughs> <a> ho. <laughs> I mean, you know, it just is what it is. But
0: if What's I had anyway? to admit it, I don't. I'd probably. <laughs> I'm just not being honest, you know. I mean, I think it's our age, though. Our, th- you know- don't you find that at our age? I mean, you know, if you want, if you want sex, you should have it.
2: Yes, I agree. We've worked so. way too hard in life to get to this point for nothing. <laughs> That's what I think to not so. have sex, to not have sex, To not have anything. <laughs> I mean, I mean I'm not cheers. About, I'm not about working hard for nothing. <laughs>
0: we're uh, we're drinking a. Um, we are drinking the Crimson Oak from Lost Oak Winery tonight.
2: Yes, it is so amazing,
0: Roxanne. If you're tuning in, you're welcome. Yes, free little promotion for Lost Rice. Oak Winery here in Burleson, Texas. We've been—it's been a minute since I've been here with you. Yeah, it has. I feel it like is. I've abandoned you, and Isn't I apologize.
2: We have both had a lot going on. We've had a lot going on. We won't even go into all that kind of stuff because it's yeah. depressing. <laughs>
0: It is, but I
2: mean, we have made it through all the things, so
0: I mean, it's okay. We'll, Lordy, we're okay. seriously, we're still here. We're we're still fighting and <laughs> going through the green lights. Yes, the green and lights. Uh, mm-hmm. if you're watching on Facebook, we've titled this episode episode as the Green Light um, because that's a book that Lori is, Lori is reading it. while well, you're listening to it on I'm Audible. To it on Audible. Audible right now. Audible. Yes,
2: yes. Audible.
0: And uh, Coralie is also reading it, or yep. she's actually listening yes, to it too. as yep. well, I think. And because and, how could you not want to listen to Matthew McConaughey yes. talk? Yes. And so I have it downloaded. I have not started it yet, but so I've been, again, preoccupied.
2: What I, I mean, what I love about him is so I grew up, my mom read to us when we were young. We went to the library all the time and we got our own books, and then she would always get a book that we weren't quite. Able to read, but we knew we could, she knew we could understand it. And that was our nap time. My mom, you know, we would make a pallet and she would read to us until we would fall asleep. But my mom read with inflection and different characters in books had different tones of your voice. And, you know, you always knew, you know, all of a sudden the little lady came on and then the little man was there. And my mom just read it. And Matthew kind of talks the same way. He has all this. He draws things out when he needs to draw things out, and he emphasizes them when he needs to emphasize them, and pause when he needs to pause, and really keeps you really keeps you connected with with the book. So and, so
0: you and I okay. So sitting in the back, we were before the show, we were talking about the book and the basis of Green Lights, mm-hmm. and so tell everybody what you were explaining to me about the book about the the Green Light. And and the red light, too, because I think that's important.
2: So he, in the book, he, he talks about, the reason he wrote the book was it's just his basically like his ramblings he's always kept journals and things like that and so he finally decided to start sharing the things that go through his head and through his mind and green lights is one of the things that he explains you know that you're always looking for the green light we're always look- we're always looking for the green lights the easy things the good things the simple things and sometimes red lights and yellow lights happen but we have to remember that when a red light comes that sometimes it's often just a pause before the better green light. So don't, we get too discouraged when we hit a red light in life for whatever reason it is, but we need to understand that that red light was put here for a purpose or the yellow light was put here for a purpose. Right. And so um, he talks about, you know, he talks about some real interesting, real interesting little, you know, things. And um, he talks about his family and he's very honest and open about growing up with two other brothers, two older brothers and his family. And he said, you know, we have a, you know, we had this perception that everybody's life is perfect. And, you know, our life was not perfect. My, You know, he said he tells his parents have been, you know, married and divorced from each other three times. And, um... They, right. They the, have same, the, same the, same, the same parents. The same parents. You know, married... It was just their... It, that was their love language. They, they would separate for a little while and divorce. And then they would get back together. And, you know, it, and it would be good.
0: And but, can we say kudos to his parents for at least trying...
2: Oh, absolutely. Multiple absolutely, times yeah, absolutely. to make it work. But they talk about... um he talks about the things in his he talks about the things in his life and his you know in his brothers lives uh you know one instance that he gave you know he was talking about his dad he had quite evidently had quite a colorful life so his mom didn't um his mom was raised in I want to say somewhere up in New Jersey area, but yeah, she's they're from. they she's from the East Coast. From a town with a weird name, so she made up that she was from Pennsylvania instead of that town, because who would want to be from the town she was from? So she created her own How persona. Hurtful. It was <laughs> just, you'll know when you read the book. So he, she created her own persona and she ran with it. She didn't. Um, she believed in if you, you know, she talks about right. He he talks about being in a poetry contest and. He, she tells him what to write, and he said, but that's not, I didn't write that poem. And she said, do you believe it and do you understand it? If you believe it and you understand it, then you own it. And he said that's how she lived her life, was you, you know, you see something, you believe it, you own it, you understand it, it's yours. You, you go for it. And... Um, so you know he talks, but the the things that his parents you know get him involved in, they never got onto their kids for getting in trouble. But what they did was get onto their kids for lying to them. So they were you know, and the lessons that they were the lessons that they were taught. I mean one one older brother one older brother, evidently him and the dad used to uh, steal pipe. They were in the oil field business and in. in different parts of the country. Okay. And so they would steal pipe. And um, the older brother comes out to drink beer with the dad one night. And the dad's like, let's go steal this pipe. And he was like, dad, that's my contract. I got that contract. And he's like, son, how do you think you got the contract? And he was like, well, go steal pipe with me. And he was like, do you, you know, and he was like, dad, I can't do it. And he was like, do you think you're so good? You can't go steal pipe with your old man like you've always done. And he was like, dad, I am not. I am not going to do it. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. And so his dad, you know, bows up at him and hits him and he comes back at his dad with the two by four and they go at, you know, a couple of rounds going at it. And he said, he finally, you know, he waylays his dad real good. And he's saying, then he was like, oh my gosh, you know, I think I've really, like, really hurt my dad. And he was like, dad, I'm trying not going to go do it. And he gets up and he was like, that's my son. You got some integrity. You know, you, you showed honor and integrity by not wanting to go steal from your, you know, from this contract that you just got selling this pop to these people. And he talks, about, you know, the same thing with, you know, they all had those different, they all had those different experiences with their dad. But it was more about, it was more about the honesty and integrity that the way that they're raised. Their life was not always perfect and they moved around a lot, but it was still, they were, they were real, you know, they were real with each other. And I think that, you know, in today's society, I know we've talked before about social media and things like that. We get so caught up in trying to live a life that people present to us on social media that we think is perfect and we need to live like that. Right. And, you know, he is very much about, no, this is, you know, you live your life for real. And you, you know, he said, I work hard and I like to, you know, I like to, I like to rest too, and you know you, you work hard so you work can hard so you can play hard, play hard, Sipsy, play or, hard or, or just chill, yeah, and chill out. So it's a but it's a balance of you know a balance of working hard and playing hard. It's not a
0: you know it's not all one way or the other. So I well, if know. it is, you're doing something wrong, right? I mean, truly, if you're I mean, if you're working that hard, then you're not you're not working smart, no. And if you're working that hard, you haven't figured out the balance yet, right? And there have how to- I mean it's not and not to say that working hard is a bad thing, no. But you've got to have the balance and the reward that comes from working hard. So really quick, his mom is from Trenton. That wasn't the town that he said though. Well, she was. I she's originally from Trenton, so I'm going to assume that she. So Trenton's not she's far like, from. She's
2: from Tun Tunica. Oh,
0: um there, oh gosh, Tunico,
2: uh, something like that. Um, who and that was her. Who would want to be from a town named Tuna, something?
0: Tuna. Like, um, oh my gosh, I'm. I'm gonna have to look. I, I, I know it, but I can't because you're not saying it quite right. That I can't. There, there's, I mean, there's a lot of Indian, you know, names in Pennsylvania, and but Trenton's not far from Philly. Okay, so she was probably Altoona, but see, Altoona is Pennsylvania. Okay, I
2: don't. I'll, I'll have to go back and listen too. So I've been listening and working. We've been remodeling our house, and so I woke up at three o'clock this morning, and I was like, "Okay, I have to get some of this house back in order." And so I've been busy working on my house today. While I was listening to this book, so I probably will have to go back and listen to it again when I get done with it because I've had my earbuds in all day while I've been hanging mini blinds and cleaning baseboards. So. Bar- she wasn't
0: from Barnegat or down the shore. It was something somewhere. tune. It was something tune. Something tuna. <laughs> okay, so it. I mean, I don't know. Now, but I'm really curious. Now, you have to go back. Okay. And yeah. It. Well, if anybody go. else is, if anybody else is tuning in,
2: who's who's listened to the movie? Who's listened to the book or read it? Green light and knows where Matthew McConaughey's mom is from. Yeah. Message us
0: messages or, message us. or yes. um. Yeah, message us through Facebook if you're watching on Facebook. And if you're listening on the radio, you can call in and join the conversation at 817-637-2585. We'd love to talk to you Um, and hear your take on the book too. I I haven't heard any negative, I haven't heard anything negative about his book. And I I haven't listened to him there, but I listened to him in the Calm app Mm -hmm. in my sleep stories. Okay. So, because he does have a very soothing voice, and um, who doesn't want to hear Matthew McConaughey talk as you're falling asleep? <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: Yes. So, there, so I used to uh, walk over here at the Baptist Church in Burleson, um, back when cassette tapes were, in, were the thing, and you would go up to Cracker Barrel, and you rent your cassette tapes, and you... Put your little, you know, put your little cassette in your Walkman, and I knew you could walk thirty minutes. You put your put start as you started walking, push play as you started walking, and thirty minutes when it clicked off, then you were done. And it was way easier for me than trying to keep up with laps and watch the time, or whatever. And uh, Brad Pitt narrated a book that I read that I listened to one time before, and it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. It was. I, no, I didn't want to hear... I was so expecting it to be, like, his movie star voice, and it was so not. No. And it was horrible.
0: All right, I'm going to read you something. Some uh, This must be the... Um, on the jacket. This is the part of the jacket. You know, what's on the jacket mm-hmm. of the hardcover yeah. um, edition. So... He says, I've been in this life for 50 years, been trying to work out its riddle for 42 and been keeping diaries of clues to that riddle for the last 35 notes about successes and failures, joys and sorrows, things that made me marvel and things that made me laugh out loud. How to be fair, how to have less stress, how to have fun, how to hurt people less, how to get hurt less, how to be a good man, how to have meaning in life, how to be more me. Recently, I worked up the courage to sit down with those diaries. I found stories I experienced, lessons I learned and forgot, poems, prayers, prescriptions, beliefs about what matters, some great photographs, and a whole bunch of bumper stickers. I found a reliable theme and approach to living that gave me more satisfaction at the time and still... If you know how and when to deal with life's challenges, how to get relative with the inevitable, you can enjoy a state of success I call catching green lights. Yes. Love that. Yes. So I took a one-way ticket to the desert and wrote this book, an album, a record, a story of my life so far. This is 50 years of my sights and scenes, felts and figured outs, cools and shamefuls, graces, truths and beauties of brutality, getting away withs, getting caughts. And getting wets while trying to dance between the raindrops. Hopefully it's medicine that tastes good. A couple of aspirin instead of the infirmary. A spaceship to Mars without needing your pilot's license. Going to church without having to be born again. And laughing through the tears. It's a love letter to life. It's also a guide to catching more green lights. And to realizing that the yellows and reds eventually turn green too. Good luck, he says. Uh, I
3: That's chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. were prohibited by law. See terms
3: and conditions 18 plus. I
0: mean, if that doesn't make you want to read it. Oh, absolutely. Because he really is. First of all, he's an extremely intelligent individual. Absolutely. And anytime you hear, you know, I know people, I know people get, I know people like to talk about celebrities when they get up on a stage after getting an award or having, taking their soapbox mo- moment and, taking an opportunity to speak on something that they're passionate about and a lot of people get annoyed by that you know who, who are they to have an opinion about that well let me ask you this who are they not to have an opinion about anything just because they're an educated artist well that's i
2: mean we talk about that all the time and you know we were we were just talking about that before the before the show um you know, I don't. I don't understand why in today's society we all of a sudden have to place we have to place judgment on everybody.
0: There's that sweet baby girl. She's got new legs. Yes, she does. And she's walking much better now. I know. Me. I know it. She has no new legs, but she's a new walker. Hi, precious girl. If you're listening on the radio, we have our our business neighbor. Um, their little girl who's staring at the window and watching, us, which I just adore because she is just adorable. And if she you're watching so on Facebook, cute. she's stealing the show right now completely. Yes, she yep, she's having fun. She is so cute. She's and she is a cutie so pie. Better. She is a cutie pie. So, so, but that's kind of when you're looking at her. I mean, right now yes. she has she has the mindset right now of I don't give a yeah rat's it ass. Is, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go be on beat. camera i'm going to go gonna beat on the
2: window beat and the window. i see i see girls and i'm going to go beat on the window yeah so no, I, don't, I think um in today's society we today's society we have reached this point of so judgmental over everybody every person every gender every race every religion every everything and we forget that when, you know, if you're going to go around judging someone else, then you better expect to get judged as well. So your, your behavior is, you know, don't, don't judge other people and you're not going to get judged back or, you know, at least you, at least you know your place and,
0: you know, you you can, I don't know. But to be clear though, too, because there's a difference I think, and I think people, I think some people lose sight of that, this, this line between judgment and accountability and holding people accountable for things and, and for their actions is not, it's not that's being not, in judgment. No, that's not, that's not being in judgment at all. And if And if you feel that you're being judged, that, that truly is, I think half the time so, it's internal because someone's making you accountable so for your actions. Is
2: So, um. So Brooke and I have a saying, when someone comes at you and says something, you know, oh my gosh, this person said this, this person said that, you know, whatever. Then we say, is there validity in what they said? Mm -hmm. And you have to listen to that. And sometimes that's really hard. So when you when somebody comes at you with something and you can take a step, an honest step back and say, is there validity in what they just said to me? If you feel like that they made a valid point, then it's your job to change it. But if you honestly feel like there's no validity in what they said, that you are doing exactly what you're supposed to do, you're doing everything the way that you're supposed to do it, then you let it roll off your shoulder and be done, right? And you don't and you don't stress about it anymore. You you know you let it go. But sometimes that's the the realistic part of that is internalizing, like, is, is there truly validity in what people are saying to us? So, you know, people are, people are going to judge us every single day. It's just, it's just human nature and it's just, you know, um, again, it's a societal thing. You know, we see people are like, Oh, did you see how she was dressed? Did you see how he acted? Did you, you know, Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just, we get caught up in, and it's so much easier to say that instead of being like, Oh my gosh, did you see how good she looked? Did you right. see how happy he looked? Did you, you know, they, you know, how special that is. Um, we forget to say the good things, you know, right. we forget, we, you know, we forget to say them. So, and I know that that's, um, that's one of the things that I have, and I think more so too. We
0: forget to say it to that person. Oh, absolutely. And there's a I forgot now. So for, I, I'll what? do it to a stranger in a store. Yes. Like I don't know if you, anyone's told you to, but So your there's hair is amazing. So there's a let me let me see if I can figure. Let me see if I can ask my friend. Um, there's
2: a, so there's a book out there, and it's um, it's a it's about the
0: four second rule. Um, oh, uh, are are you, are you okay? You're asking your friend. Uh huh. So. Um, I just want to I'm I'm, I'm going to touch on something you said too you know everybody's about the labeling and the judging and this that whatever it's so interesting that with this, this Gen Z generation right now like that's a huge thing for them to not label but yet they've labeled each other Oh, well, absolutely. They are so adamant about
2: not labeling, having a, a neutral label that they've labeled every Everybody. single thing more, well, than
0: we, more than we ever had labels before. You're emo and you're this and you're what pronoun are you? What do you identify as? I, personally, my answer to that would be that's none of your damn business what I identify as. Right. I just am who I am. Right. Well, I'm, a, what... I'm a human being. Yes, I'm a robot. Yeah, you know,
2: I, mean, no. I mean, if it's, you thought
0: yourself was a robot, but, you but, could but tell I somebody think that, that? But that's
2: the whole, the whole Gen Z group is that, like, if I want to identify as a robot, then I can be a robot. I can identify as a robot. And the realistic part of it is, no, you're not a robot. Robots <laughs> are made out of computer chips and metal and plastic and stuff like that. You're not a robot. Right. You know, and there are, and again, why are we making, I mean, I saw a um Something the new one is about. They don't want. They want to unlabel moms. Now you're the
0: birthing human. Okay, but is that real? I'm like, I don't. I'm but like, is that real? Harper, no, but like, okay. So I saw it posted on Facebook. Somebody was complaining about it. Now they want to take labels away from moms and call them the birthing human. And so my question. Okay, to so that guess was, what? Guess so, did Somebody go research that. And did somebody actually say that so somewhere? I'm gonna, so
2: what I'm going to say is, a birthing human reminds me of. Uh, uh, not even a surrogate because I know surrogates truly love what they're doing, but it reminds me of like test tube babies. That you know, it's a it's a science experiment, and a birthing a birthing human is not going to be the one that's going to pay for college and cell phones and you know new clothes and. Video games and movies and all those kinds of things you I know mean, like moms are the ones that are nurturing and are going to pay for your life, so if you want to call me a birthing human, then you better go find your own job by the time you're born
0: well okay so so in the in reality if you if you're talking about a birthing person mm-hmm. you're actually talking about a doula so i i don't know i mean i'm googling it to see if there's anything that's come up um like to to go along with this story that someone's actually rallying for this. But I I can't see why would you not call a mother a mom or a mom a mother, the person who's giving birth? Because I don't care how many transgender operations you have, you're never going to be able to give birth. Okay, I'm going to say, not today, anyway. Not today. God Sunday, knows so, what science the, is going to be able to do down a, the road. There's something
2: about the, the definition. I mean, the true definition of a, mom, oh, of a mom and a mother is nurturing, loving, caring, concern. And why do you want to take me away and just label me as a human or a person when persons can be anybody, humans can be
0: anybody? It's just know? it just yeah. says a woman in relation to a woman. The definition of mother is a woman in relation to her child or children. In in no in no other place has anyone said, Well, let's take away the word father no. and call them what? Sperm donor?
2: Well, there's some of those out there too.
0: Well, I'm true. In my but chair.
2: I, you got I'm the Andy thinking. Pickens chair. I got the Andy Pickens
0: chair. Andy Pickens. <laughs> you're punishing me. But see, I mean, to me, that's just the whole thing of, hey, that is a that's an appropriate label. If someone gives birth to a child, they're the child's mother they're they're there
2: and i and i do realize that all all moms are not as nurturing you can be, you can be a birth mom just like a sperm donor dad i mean sure. there are, there are those out there too yeah i agree but again if my child comes at me one day and goes i want you to be my birth person and not my mom anymore you know first off my daughter's 26 year old 26 years old and still calls me mommy right you know i mean it's not you know that's you want to come you you decide that you want to call me your birth person then yeah you can figure your life out like i'm no i'm sorry i'm you sorry know. do you
0: want christmas presents for me exactly birthday, birthday well. presents because birthday presents well, come from the person who gave birth to you know,
2: well my kid's different because she doesn't like birthday presents or Christmas presents or anything like that. God so love her. I know she's the best ever.
0: Well, uh, Mackenzie's not big on that either, yeah. truthfully. I mean, yeah. I I call a big win on this past Christmas because she was really happy with everything. Yeah. This year's birthday, I don't know what's going to happen. That's another, that's a whole, that's a whole another, another sh- level.
2: That's another level and another show, and uh, we don't probably have time for that tonight. <laughs> but that's not happening.
0: <laughs> we're, we're not discussing we're not, that publicly. It's but, be, it's you know, be she's hurt. about to turn 18, and uh, anyone, and and have to, any other parent with a teenager, you could fully understand what I might be going through right now Absolutely, absolutely. by the dark circles <laughs> under my eyes.
2: <laughs> and that's, Well, not only do you have one teenager, but you have two teenagers, so hey. that's a little, you know, a little more stressful mm. than to have two of them. How many bottles of wine do you have? I just brought two with me tonight. <laughs> you just want to tell this mama that you know enjoy this moments yes. cuz
0: <laughs> she's her, learning her, to, her
2: time her time is
0: coming. <laughs> she looks like a little bumble, bumblebee she tonight. She
2: does. She's so stinking cute.
0: I know. It's precious. I
2: know.
0: Just precious.
2: They're, I mean they're precious one time and then they, you know. And then and then they come back.
0: Shit happens. And shit happens. Something <laughs> happens. I don't know. And I'm just praying for wisdom and guidance and um you know okay, I so just the, continue to pray you know that's um, all we can do. blessings and protection over my children okay so the the book is by Mel Robbins okay and it's called the 5 second rule oh that's another one that Coralie's reading okay so it's did so, you send me a text
2: no i text my friend Belinda okay so it what what the lady in the book says and you know, this is like a paraphrase of the book says she says we all make a decision in five minutes we like we see somebody and we want to go tell them where we think they're pretty we think their outfit looks nice we have five seconds to make that decision if we don't make it within that five seconds, then we're gonna walk away. but that five seconds can be life-changing for someone so we need to make sure that you know if we do not if we do not act on our emotions and our thoughts within five seconds, then we're not we typically are not gonna do it
0: I, I think I I think I bought this book... I think this might be sitting on my nightstand. I have a stack of them on my, my nightstand right now. I've been bad. Like, I've been reading. All right. Can I re- I'm going to read. Can yeah, I read? Re- yes. We've got a I- minute. I want to read to you a little bit about the five second rule. How to enrich your life and destroy doubt in five seconds. Throughout your life, you've had parents, coaches, teachers, friends, and mentors who have pushed you to be better than your excuses and bigger than your fears. What if the secret to having the confidence and courage to enrich your life and work is simply knowing how to push yourself, using the science of habits, riveting stories and surprising facts from some of the most famous moments in history, art, and business. Mel Robbins will explain the power of a push moment. Then she'll give you one simple tool you can use to become your greatest self. It takes just five seconds to use this tool. And every time you do, you'll be in a great company. More than 8 million people have watched Mel's TED Talk. To- oh, I la- see, I like TEDx talks. Mm-hmm. I need to go watch her TED Talk. And executives inside of world's largest brands are using the tool to increase productivity, collaboration, and engagement. So I wonder if I can get around the book and just go watch her TED Talk. You're probably, I mean, I'm sure I'm, I'm going go- go- to Google thing. it. All right, hang tight. We're going to be back here in just a couple of minutes after this quick break.
2: Hey, there's something you forgot to do.
3: Hmm. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kinda like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary, BDW. Void were prohibited by law.
3: See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
2: It sure is hot. Are you sweating like a dog? Wait, what? Dogs don't sweat? Oh, no, you forgot to get your window tinted. Whether it's the kitchen window that sits in the sun for the hottest part of the day or you just got new wheels, call Sharp Window Tinting in Burleson. 817-615-9379 or look them up on the web, sharpwindowtint.com.
1: the voice of Johnson County, Joko Community Radio.
0: Welcome back to the second half of The Bombshell here on Joko Community Radio. I'm Tiffany Carlin with Lori Moore. We are the voice of Johnson County, Texas, and Live 365 on the TuneIn Radio Network. To listen, simply go to tuneinjoko.com, where you can download the free app. That's right. You do not have to pay for the TuneIn app. It is free. Or you can listen live right there. Uh, We've got a little radio station link right there. We are also streaming simultaneously on Spreaker.com with select shows like this one, streaming to Facebook. Facebook and uh, then you can also look out on any one of your favorite podcast platforms mm-hmm. such as Spotify and iTunes. Search for the show title, not the radio station at that point. Check out our lineup and more at Radio.com. We are growing and changing on a, on the regular right now. Like Thanks for daily right now. Yeah, we've got a lot and <laughs> a lot. I got a lot. Yeah, we've got more shows popping on. This episode of more brought to you by Next Level Claims, making your insurance work for you. If you've got commercial property, hail damage happens. Hail happens. Here in Texas. Hail. Hail happens. Hail now. Uh, storms happen, as we've all witnessed very recently. You've got to have someone ready to fight for you in your corner with your own insurance company. That's right, because 10 times out of 10, they don't want to pay you the no, full value of any one of your claims. So reach out to local Texas representative Nona Collins-Reed, Co- Nona Collins-Reed. go to facebook.com forward slash next level claims and get her in your corner before the next storm hits. So welcome back. Thanks for joining us here on the bombshell. We're just a couple of bombshells talking about all kinds of stuff. Uh, but green lights, number one on this show. Um, been a while since we've been back at the table together. We've been juggling life, family, and all kinds of crazy stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, so here we are. We're talking Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Lights. Yes. We're talking Mel Robbins, The Five Second Rule, yes. and uh, if you're watching on Facebook, I'm about to share um, the link to her TEDx talk. So you can, and I'm going to share the links to the books too, where you can get them on uh, Amazon, and you can get them, you can get them on Audible too. I
2: just, you know what I love about his book is you know, like I said I just started it this morning really early this morning yeah but morning. look how much into your, like
0: I, that's I'm, how much you're into it that you remember yes, you could quote like, like a whole bunch of stuff already yes
2: and I, I mean it's just it's inspirational because I think a lot of times in life you know we let things we let things beat us down you know and we things that should not beat us down and again I think it, I think that that's societal uh, social media stuff that I think we beat, we beat our own, we beat our own selves up, but it's because of, we let society, we look at other people's things and we think that we're supposed to be being better than that. I agree. And he says, you know what? You just roll with it.
0: Like you just roll. If something bad happens, you just pick yourself up and move on. It wasn't meant for you to, that was your red light. Like pick it up and find the green light. Yeah. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to start reading it tonight because I mean, I'm having that moment as a mom right now. Yeah. And when you, people tend to post the amazing moments of their of parenting and the triumph things and, and, or the, Hey, I need prayer type of thing. But most people will not, post the shit show now i talk about i talk about some of the real things i've i've gone through with my teens on the reach show right you know because we're talking about reaching reaching the parents reaching the kids about the realities of vaping drugs uh trafficking social media, and social all, media all, of all of it i mean well
2: but i think i mean being being real about it even on your you know even on your social medias and things like that with you know without giving all your information out there it becomes, you know, we see other people's what we think is their perfect world. Yes. But when they when they hide it's an, it's an illusion. It is an illusion. But the the rest of the society looks at other people and they're like, oh my gosh, my life is supposed to be like I'm supposed to make that much money. I'm supposed to dress this way. I'm supposed to act this way. I'm supposed to look this way. My family's supposed to be this way. When in the grand reality of it is, you know, I mean just a scenario at our house is so Jamie and I never dated ever. I mean, we've never dated. We we met through mutual friends. At a blind date. Okay. That right. was one of the, um, that was it. We were at dinner one time. After that, all of our, all of our getting to know each other was on the phone by text messaging after hours at night because we, she worked, Crazy late, schedule. worked late at night. So we never did the normal, we never did the normal, like we're going on a date on Friday night. We're going on a date on Thursday night. We're doing this. We're doing that. And so, you know, and I now do the same thing. I get caught up and I'm like, oh my gosh, everybody else is going on dates and we don't go on dates. And it's our dates are just different, you know, like what we consider a date, you know, it's, it's a mine and Todd too. I mean, it's, but it's, you we'll know, sit we sit out at the Palapa bar. And that's what we said on the driveway. I mean, and that's our
0: that's, that's our time together. It is I that's mean, our time together.
2: But we get caught up in you know society says we should get dressed up and go out on Friday night to go to a fancy restaurant, or or and that you should
0: or that you should have a date night,
2: right? And that's and our our date nights are they're just different. And when we you know we we forget that sometimes that our you know our time is in our driveway at night when there's nobody else around. And that's part of it. It's there's nobody, you know, there's nobody else around and that's ours. But you get caught up in watching other people go and, oh gosh, they did this date. They did this date. They did this date. They did this date. And it's like, eh, you know, you have to know what's best for you and your family, your spouse. I mean, everybody. Yeah. So it's, I mean... You, have, you to, have to. You have to be honest, and you know, be honest and out there, and not let other people go. Oh, you did that.
0: You guys don't. You don't do you, that. You guys don't ever go in, right. out, to, out on a date night. And we, and like, I we, don't know. how do, how often do we actually? How often do we actually call it that? Though, I mean, Todd and I will will take a last minute. Oh, Maximus is you know, uh, home with one of the big kids, or right. he's at a sleepover. And I'm thinking of the, you know, I'm thinking of the pub crawl night. Oh yeah, like it was, it was really impromptu that the four of us. Oh yeah, you know, Absolutely. I was like, okay, well, are you still in town? All right, well, we're coming in. We're sneaking away for, you know, a couple of margaritas and. Yeah, and that's per- and, it, and that's perfect. Yeah, and it turned out to be just a cool night, but I, I've never. And even that I've never labeled right uh, you know any moment we, that we, we get to be alone so the world
2: has labels on everything yeah. or non-labels now as it is yeah you know I mean on every single it's kind of like sorry not sorry but it's labels not labels There's, I right. mean, we should make a game like that <laughs> are it. you are you a mom or a human or are you a mom or a birthing, birthing person, person. <laughs> no, like, birthing human like birthing, so birthing human. human Human be a person we're like <laughs> that's a, we could come up with a whole we can create a whole board game about that let's
0: do it I mean yes. seriously we I can. think it would be great I don't know what's flying around in here, but... Like, they're so terrible. Um, all right, so Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey, if you're just joining us. Uh, Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey, we highly recommend it. Uh, one of our friends, uh, I swear, she quarterly finished it, I'm pretty sure. I'm, you just started it this I morning. I may
2: finish it today. I may finish it tonight. I, down, I downloaded it, but hadn't started it yet <laughs> on my Audible. Well, I downloaded it the other day. Um, well, I have downloaded it a while back. Oh. And then my mom had surgery the other day, so I was at the surgery center with my mom, well she had they already taken her back and i was like great i'm sitting here in the lobby i'll try to listen to this and i text jamie and i'm like there are too many people in here for me to listen to this book because like the doors open and there's people coming in and out i'm like there's too, there's way Even too much like going on I, iPods. cuz i was like there's like you can't stop looking at everything 47 people, people coming watching. in and yes and i'm like i just couldn't concentrate on it so um yeah i had to you know i i couldn't i couldn't listen to it okay
0: so, so i'm trying to find this other book that i bought this one I actually know is sitting on my nightstand for sure. Um, and it's called magic mm-hmm. and it was another, it's actually, I think the next book level to, um, the secret. Okay. Now I haven't started that one yet. I loved the secret oh, personally. I love the secret, yeah. I will say this. I never finished it. And the reason I never finished it is because I got to the point and I'm going to say this to anyone that if you're reading a, a self help book of some sort or I don't, I don't I hate calling them self help, but, grow, but the a growth, a personal growth yeah. type of book. Um, I don't. I don't feel like you have to finish the book. Like if you get to a point in the book and you yeah. get it, like you get the message, uh, I think it's okay to put it down. Well, and, and if you, I mean, if you want to go back so and pick it up and finish at some point, but for me, the secret because I'm because I'm a spiritual person, our, the law of attraction it's it's from the Bible.
2: So it's so the secret reminds me of like you know don't sweat the small things like don't don't sweat the small stuff. Well, I mean, Jamie's reading one right now called Coffee Self-Talk, and it's five-minute ones. Um... Kristen, like 5-Minute Daily Reads? Yes, yeah, 5-Minute five, five Daily Reads. And it's Kristen Helms, Helmstetter. Okay. And she, she's great. She uh, talks about in her, a little bit in her blog about how she's going along in life, like living this grand facade, like my life is good. I'm positive. I got all this going on. I'm just moving and going along. And one day she woke up and she was like, I'm crashing. Like I can't, I'm not being real to me. I'm not being who I'm used to being. And so she started out, again, she's kind of doing like the real life. Let's, let, let's be real and understand that. Nobody's life is one hundred percent this grand facade, like there are daily struggles that we all that we all have struggles in and it's and I think that's that that's a bigger thing anybody that's gone to anybody that's gone to therapies of any kind group therapies of any kind that's what you find out is you know we think we're so alone, and when you go to group therapy, you realize that you know whether it's you know whether it's about alcohol or drugs or kids or anything else, when you sit in a room with other people and you go, I am not the only one who is struggling. Because I think on a daily basis, that's what we think. We think we are the only ones out there in this universe that has a child that talked back to us. We think we are the only ones out there in this universe that our spouse got mad at us. We think we're the only ones in this universe that, you know, we made a bad decision. And when you can, when you realize and you wake up and be like, you know what, people, every. Everybody, every single day
0: has some shit going on. Everybody has their own shit show.
2: Everybody has their own own shit show going on. One of the things that I
0: learned in sociology when I was in high school was that um, everybody has, sociology, this idea of of, uh, functional and dysfunctional, right? Well, dysfunctional is the norm. Damn. And so if you actually take so sociology, um, or even just, I mean, honestly, you can go read on this very quickly and just learn it, but dysfunction is the norm. There, there is no normal. No normal. There is no There functional. is no normal. Everybody's family. Every person has their own daily struggles and challenges and it's, it's okay. Um, you know, and it's, and it's okay to get stuck in it sometimes yes. or rather to just deal with it, but you don't want to get stuck in that place. And so, you know, y- you've, you've got it and now you got to figure out how, like, just like Matthew McConaughey says, okay, here's my shit show today. Um, I'm going to get through it and I'm going to move on yeah. and there's going to be a triumph somewhere and the triumph yeah. might be just getting through it. Yeah. The, the daily shit show. Yeah. And, and so... I was, Todd and I, okay, so Todd and I had a funny thing last weekend uh, or a couple weekends ago. Um, Like just that, you know, thinking about all the stuff we're going through with our teenagers and, you know, dropped Maximus off at one of his friends. And I get into a conversation with the mom who I'm, you know, just kind of getting to know. And she enlightens me on her current shit show with her, you know, 20 year old. And, or I think she's 20, I think she's 23. And so I'm just going, Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I'm not you know, not the only one, right. Right, and, and you know what? I mean, I've had more and more conversations like that. And so I get home and I'm like, listen, you think we got it bad. Let me tell you this story. And so it's just remembering we have to give ourselves grace, give our family grace, mm-hmm. give our kids grace and just, pray protection over our families and our kids because truthfully, and I'm seeing it more and more in everything I read, whether it's a daily devotional that pops up or someone's scripture. Um, In fact, I ended up coming across one this morning and shared it onto uh, my Facebook wall. And it was just that, Lord, I'm not in control I'm not in control. I I don't have control over this situation right now. So all I can do, and it was like, I don't know who or how this came across to me, except it was a God thing. Um, But I just pray protection over my family today and because I'm just not in control of it. No, we're not. So I got a couple of things. Uh, Another book I just came across, which I thought was really interesting, but I don't know. I don't know if, if it, raise your hand. I don't care if you're driving in your car or <laughs> what you're doing right now, but if if you have done any master classes online and it's masterclass.com, um, raise your hand. If you have not yet done a master class, I highly recommend that an annual subscription to MasterClass will be one of the best things you ever do. And so, one of the ones I've done several. Uh, David Sedaris is is one of my favorites. Uh, oh, I bet he has a good one. Oh my gosh, let me just tell you. And if you don't know David Sedaris, and you don't he's a comedian, uh he's very snarky, but he is highly intellectual and highly intelligent and his masterclass is so good because he he writes, he's I mean he's a he's a comedian, but he's a writer and, and he's an author. So he'll go and uh read his you know, snippets from his diaries, basically what he is, what he does, uh, and, and talk about them. And it's amazing. I mean, it is truly amazing. His his stories. And he talks about, again, opportunity of saying hi to someone or starting a conversation, but being more in depth with, in depth with it, with it. So he had said that he was online at the shopping at the grocery store one day. And, you know, he's looking around at people and he's going, people take your earbuds out. He's, he's not saying this to people. He's saying this in, in the writing and in this master class. Take your earbuds out. Put your phone down. Put it in your pocket. Put it in your purse. Because you're missing out on a moment of things going on around you. Like, I, I will tell people that I'm a people watcher. I know you're a people watcher. And that, but that's not... And that's a safety issue as well. Oh, gosh, like, all of it. I mean... I could never be in a grocery store with earbuds in my ears. And like your head down. I'm not, it, not paying attention. I truly do talk to the checkout clerks and, and people yeah. in line. I'm one of those creepy people. Because to, to some people, it's creepy. And so for him, he's had those experiences. And so he was talking about this one experience where he he's talking to someone and he just happened to ask them uh he asked the guy um he said uh have you ever ran for public office and it was just such a total random question (laughs) but that's what he would do to people and the guy goes why as a matter of fact i have i've ran for blah 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 and he tells you this whole story but you know and the guy at the end of the conversation goes what made you think to ask me that And he goes i don't know he goes it's just a total random question to start a conversation to
2: learn to listen to her listen to her gut
0: yeah but He's he's telling you how to become a a better communicator, mm-hmm. right? And these are the- and that's a that's a big problem in the world today. Yes, I mean with
2: with. Marriages, with friendships, with business partners, with in you know everything. Life, life in general, it's communication.
0: We've talked like, about it's this. Just communication in general. In the pandemic this past year, yes. this has become a major problem. Yes, people were locked down, so they flocked to social media as a major, as a main. And that's not real communication. That's not real communication. No. This is you have to hear someone's voice. You cannot read people's inflection. I mean, no. sometimes I think you can hear the snarky, especially if someone's intentionally being snarky. Eh. You can, you can read yeah. it, but. you you're not hearing the intention in someone's voice in what you're reading on social media. That was that was one of the other uh, favorite ones on MasterClass um that I did was uh Robin Roberts T- teaches Robin Roberts teaches effective and authentic communication. Oh. And if you don't follow Robin Roberts at anywhere on social media, you're making a giant mistake. Yeah. She is She's amazing, an amazing individual, yeah. and she does before every morning show. She does a live uh, read of her daily devotional with her okay. team, and it—it's just I'm telling you, it, it follow it, watch it every morning. I try. I try to see it every morning. I don't always, and and so there's days that I skip where I, I don't get to share it. Um, but it, they're powerful, and because she's just so authentic in everything that she does, and she talks about how she wasn't. She, is, she has shared her life. Yeah, I'm. But I'm telling you, in this masterclass, she she shares it big time. It's just absolutely amazing. One of the things that she says at the end of this masterclass, or multiple times during the masterclass, that really sticks out. That again goes along. Perfectly with Matthew's green lights is God's delays are not his denials. No. And I mean, that's just totally powerful. That's a, that's a huge, that's a huge, powerful thing. And if you go back to the Bible even, and you look at the Israelites wandering for 40 years, again, it wasn't a denial it it was a delay, and there, a delay and there was so much purpose in what happened during that 40 years. I was just reading about that somewhere and I don't even know where, like where that came from. So anyway. Um, so but
2: I think the other thing we, the, so the another thing that
0: we had a discussion about this weekend, this
2: very weekend was about other people's actions and why we feel guilty about them. Oh, why do we feel guilty when other people react in a way that we don't like? And the thing is, it's like, we're not supposed to be responsible. You're, you're not responsible for other people's actions. No. So why I feel guilty about it.
0: I, I think, oh man, that's a difficult one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as a parent, it, it, the challenge is feeling responsible for your kids' actions, even though we know that they're, we're not, Well, that this, you can't, this, you can't help it.
2: This one was about a, a child feeling responsible for a parent's actions. Oh. So, and a parent not choosing to participate for whatever reason, and the child feels a grown child yeah. is responsible for
0: their parent not their participating, parent not, not
2: participating, and they feel bad, and they feel mm. like they need to apologize. And I said, you know, it's not a you don't you don't need to apologize for that person's actions. No, you know, I you, think that's a
0: natural. I think that's a nat- a, a natural have, apology but, but I think it
2: it beats people down. Yeah. I mean you've got to you have to learn to let that go. Like other pe- I can I'm not in control of anybody else's actions. No. You know, and whatever you choose to do is what you choose or to not. do. We're not
0: and it and it's I mean that's a lot of conversation that I've been having because of the teens uh, is that I mean, you know, they want to be adults but yet they don't realize what comes with that. Like if you want to be an adult and not live at home, Okay, well, you then you're adult enough to remember that you have an unpaid ticket that you need to take care of. Then you're and, adu- you're adult and, enough and there to. There are
2: there are no cell phones and there's no internet access and right. there's no household access and there's no car access right. and there's no money and there's no
0: so access to the a, amenities you know, that so we pay for
2: exactly um, would they, which they think they take them for granted
0: right. And There's also the you know you're going to turn eighteen in a few weeks. You should re- you should know because you're adult enough, right, to live on your own, that you have to go and renew your driver's license. And so I had to actually tell Todd, stop reminding her about mm-hmm. any of this stuff. Yeah. And he said, well, I don't... I said, no, we have to let her fail forward. And yes. if we if we don't let her fail forward now, then she's so, going to have an expectation of pulling her up, us pulling her up by her bootstraps, not her doing it herself. Okay,
2: so I was I, I've got to go find this article... It it came up on something recently, and I've talked to several people about it. And I cannot, I don't know why it came up, and I don't know why I didn't save it. It was there. But it was about a man on death row. And he, they asked him, what's your last you know, wish? And he said, I need a pen and paper. And uh, they brought him a pen and paper, and they're like, well, what are you going to write about? And he said, I'm writing a letter to my mom. They're like, oh, cool, you're writing a letter to your mom. I mean, how how cool is that? And the letter goes on, and again, this is a paraphrase, the letter goes on to say, you know, funny, the, the, the guy's writing, he said, funny, if the law had been different, you, had been, you would have been here with me instead of me by myself. You know, do you remember that time when I was young and I stole the candy and you protected me? Do you remember the time I did this and you saved me from dad? Do you remember when I did this and you didn't let me take the punishment? You know, all I needed you to do was to be a mom. And to be an example to me. It's and, so and, funny, and, and and to you know, and I was like, the, I mean, the the letter is a super. I've got to go find it because I've I've talked to several people about it. I'm like, it is it is our job as parents to raise our children to be a a honest, responsible adults. You know that that is our job as parents is to make them be you know make them be strong and make them be responsible adults. And you know, there are so many parents that that don't do that with their children they you know they protect them they you know they coddle them they give them they don't expect from them you know and I've, and I've talked to parents that you know the grandparents say well the the kids don't have to say yes ma'am no ma'am the kids don't have to say thank you no thank you they're they're just babies well if you don't teach them that as babies then when are they going to learn that
0: mm. you
2: you can't expect them to learn that when they're 18 it has to be something that's taught and instilled in them from day 1 and it's you know it's a it's a That's a whole big thing for
0: that. It's the truth. Yeah. You just can't do it. No. Uh, And it's so, I was looking, I had something that was actually going to send the kids. Um, I thought I had downloaded it um, and saved it because I was like, well, I'm going to send it to, you know, the teen, all three kids. Mm -hmm. Uh, But just when the time was right and shoot now, I guess I didn't save it on my phone I, I must have it somewhere else um but it was basically that you know i'm not i'm not your friend well, I, as a kid when you're talking about kids i'm yeah. not your friend today and my I, job is to raise you and
2: i'm not and i'm not perfect either so my right. my job my job is your parent the
0: man do they judge you
2: but, but but my job as your parent is not to tell you that i'm perfect and it's not to tell you how to do it my job is to tell you my experiences in life and how
0: i hope that you make better choices all right i've got someone for you guys to google uh, and go to her blog um i've sent it i've sent it to several people's but nightbird she's uh, a singer songwriter and oh she's an amazing writer um she's apparently been on the America's Got Talent, but Ooh. that's not where I heard about her from. Somebody, I don't even. Again, it was one of those things. Uh, she's got a blog, and she she wrote this amazing blog about gods on the bathroom floor. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can pull it up really quick, <laughs> but I'm gonna read. Um, uh she 's an artist she 's battled cancer multiple times, and so one of the her most comfortable places was on the bathroom floor because she did a lot of getting sick so, and so she would she would fall asleep on the bathroom floor, but she would break down into all of her moments and this This blog about god 's on the bathroom floor is absolutely amazing but i 've got this one uh quote from her, which I think is super powerful. And it speaks truth to just so many things, especially with our teens right now, because the pandemic added to their issues, no doubt. Absolutely. I mean, this was a crazy year it and a half everybody's, everybody's and social, you know, with the social anxiety and all the other stuff that comes along with it. But she says, you can't wait until life isn't, you cannot wait until life isn't hard anymore before you decide to be happy. No. And so that's a personal choice, living in joy. And finding personal joy on a, on a, and, and it, it doesn't mean that you can't have moments and shouldn't have moments of sadness. All of those feelings are very are valid. They're normal. They're normal. It's, yes. it's totally normal to feel sad, angry, have grief. I mean, I, I could tell you that my clavicles are completely out right now because I'm, this is where I'm, you hold all your stress. Yeah, It's where you hold your grief too, though, Yeah, and your sadness. And so I know that I'm experiencing it right now, but I can't stay here.
2: No, you can't. It's not. I can't stay in this. It it becomes you at this point, you can only guide. You've only, you've taught. You have to let it go. You have to let it go and let God.
0: Absolutely. So that's
2: one of the things that Matthew McConaughey talks about his mom. His mom, his mom overcame cancer twice with, he said, with aspirin and denial. (laughs) She didn't, she denied she had it. I'm going to take aspirin and I'm going to deny I have cancer and I survived it. And he said, there's not a day that goes by to this day that he can't stay up later than her
0: and wake up before her. Oh, I love it. Okay, go to, it's Nightbird with an E on the end. So, night, B-I-R-D-E dot C-O, and you will get to her. I'm going to try and see if we can get her to call in even maybe. Yeah, we will. Yeah. But have a great week, guys. We'll see you next week for the bombshell. Stay tuned for No Judgment Here. perfect title for right after us, actually. Have a great night.
1: From Burleson to Venus and Grandview to Godley, this is the voice of Johnson County, JoCo Community Radio. From Burleson to Venus and Grandview to Godley, this is the voice of Johnson County, JoCo Community Radio. It is
3: Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?